Viscous Larian. The huge suplex. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. Coming to you live from the Go Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. I am Aaron Phillips. Joining me, of course, is the Chief, Matt Mullen on the far end. Gentlemen, how are you? Outstanding today. Fantastic. And sitting in the DJ booth today is our guest, Bell Ringer, who is a closet wrestling fan. You would think I would know this from doing a show with him called Rise of the Fan, but my partner on that show, Mr. Brett Lawson, is in the booth today. Oh, I'm sorry, John Cena is in the booth today. Oh, absolutely. I apologize. So uh, welcome to our uh, shindig here, Mr. Brett. Happy to be here. What, right. uh, what era of Cena am I right now? I mean, I guess I could kind of tell by the hat. But... Well, that's not the Doctor of Thugonomics. No, definitely not. Sure. Definitely so not. That, that's probably uh, the 2000s for sure, We're probably like 2010 up. Right. But he's never looked so good, though. Oh, thank you. There I'm you happy go. to be here. Uh, yeah, a little, yeah, little, little thin. <laughs> Cena's, Cena's changed up the workout regimen yes, a bit. Right. Yeah, Snapchat only does the face. Hey, uh, Mr. Aaron over there, what kind of cereal are you eating today? Oh, yeah, what cereal we got in the bowl? What did you have? It's a survey. Don't, Chief wants to know. When Chief wants to know. Cheerios. Cheerios. Regular or honey nut? Regular. Regular. What kind of milk? Regular. Reg whole, whole milk. Fucking lame. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 702-329-6947 is our number. Press 1 to come into the studio to chat with us. Of course, we're also managing and following along with the chats and want to say good morning to Garth. Oh, Garth finally got his TCA shirt yesterday. Excellent. Yeah. You, got, you got to put it on and take a picture of it so we know. Good morning, Sean. Thomas Burnett's out there. Everybody's out there. We got a good show today. Uh, by the way, Mike Halverson, if, when you're getting the chat room, I need you to let us know because Chief has to correct something for you specifically uh, regarding our merch shirt stuff. So we'll, we'll do that when Mike jumps in. Hopefully he'll jump in. If not, we'll do it and he'll watch it on the replay. Anyway, we've got a lot going on today. So let us begin with I Hear Voices. Wow. Why does that bell sound, sound like dull today? That's, I have no idea. Oh, there we, there we go. go. I was a little top heavy. That's okay, why. Okay, makes gotcha. sense. I had to test it out a second time. Christ, do we have to train these guys? I guess so. We got to send the standard operating Holy procedure manual. All right. First topic, rumor is Charlotte's suspension, indefinite suspension, and a $100,000 fine is basically to write her off because she now needs to have minor dental surgery. Why couldn't she have had that when she was off? When she <laughs> Her choppers looked okay to me. I, I read that it's, she's getting written off because of some movie she's going to partake in. I... I heard it was because of the dental surgery thing, but she's got to film Walking Tall at some point. Right. That's, that's what I heard. I wonder if she has, like, heat with the actual company because every time she seems to disappear, it's for some random little not necessary procedure that right. just, like, gets her away from TV. Well, we know she's had, she had a breast implant uh, fix. Yes. She had an issue with one there. There's no question she's had to – well, I shouldn't say no question – uh, yeah, exactly, Garth. That's what I was saying. Should have had it done when, when she had her nose fixed. But she, so it appears if you look at pictures from a couple of years ago, Brett, uh, and to current, and we see Charlotte Flair, there's no question she is having some work done across the board. Would you not agree? I wonder if Daddy's paying for it. Brett, no, no. Brett, I, I, are you working over there? Come on, stay with us. No, absolutely. And you know, it's funny, too, because Charlotte, just in general, like, the whole aura about her has changed so much in recent years. You know, I, I love it, too. Now I'm the fiend. Yeah, we're, we're, we're exploring the spectrum, really. Listen, you sit in that DJ booth, like anything it. can happen. Anything's possible. No, but it's interesting, too, because, you know, the aura surrounding uh, Charlotte has changed so much. Obviously, she was a part of the revolution initially, but then that she kind of separated herself with all the title reigns, uh, a lot of the big high-profile matches, a lot of great caliber matches. So now you just have to kind of wonder what they have next in store for her. Obviously, there were some plans for her for Mania before what you guys just alluded to. So I'm curious just to see the general outlook for her because obviously she's a top talent, whether it be male or female, that's out of the question. But what is her trajectory going to be into the near future, especially at a time now that's kind of pivotal for the company, right. shifting into that post-mania season? Exactly. Now heading towards SummerSlam, and uh, it'll be interesting. But, you know, I think Matt hit it on the head. Whenever anybody um, has some heat, they figure out a way to get them off TV in a 
Well, I don't want to say unconventional way, but certainly a way that, you know, you can understand. So Yeah, because I just looked it up and it's and she says uh, she signed her new WWE contract July 2019, and it doesn't expire until 2023. So she's definitely under right. contract. Yeah, so she got a four-year contract. So, All right, let's go to our next topic. Now he's got mm-hmm. it. SummerSlam. Damn! No, that's right. That's right. Where, where, where is Ron Simmons when you need him, right? Uh, oh, okay. Garth has an interesting take on it. He says, I think she's let the push and her talent go to her head. Mm-hmm. Interesting, especially when your last name is Flair. <laughs> They're letting her get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, SummerSlam possibly to be either somewhere in Texas or Phoenix. Does that mean SummerSlam will be back at um, Cowboy the- Stadium, Jerry's World, AT and T, or is there some other location in Texas, or where would they hold it in Phoenix that would be prominent? Matt? I, th- I thought they oh. were. I thought they were doing. Uh- uh, the big one. They're doing in, WrestleMania. In, they're doing yeah. WrestleMania in, in, in Texas Stadium. Right. In Texas Stadium, right? Or whatever. Good morning, Jeff. Jerry's right. world is cold. Right. Yeah. So would they have SummerSlam and WrestleMania back-to-back like that? Phoenix. So I will be there. So where, where would they? Guaranteed. They, has it been noted anywhere about where in Phoenix they're looking? Probably the stadium, like the football stadium, where they had WrestleMania 26. Was that the uh, like Glendale the, or wherever? It's University gotcha. of Phoenix Stadium. Univers- okay, yeah. I was there. And then okay. they had the Rumble at Chase, which is the baseball field. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay, for, you know what? I forgot about Chase Field. I forgot yeah. about the Diamondbacks as a possibility. Everybody else does, too. Yeah, I do. Well <laughs> Even said. people in Arizona. Uh, well said. We going, to Phoenix? <laughs> we going to Phoenix? I'm down. All right, let's go. I'm ready. Make it happen, Vince. Absolutely. Let's, let's do it. And, and we want to get press passes. Um... Okay, last topic under voices. The cadence here is interesting. Just, just got to just, just gotta, ring. Just better to ring than not ring. Okay. Just got to go along for the ride. <laughs> That's go. all that it is. Yeah, better now, ring than not ring. Sean, okay. Sean had an Sean had yes. interesting comment. Go for it. Uh, the office in the terms of Andrade's release mm-hmm. might have something to do with. Uh, um, yeah, well, there was talking about that one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Sean. Um, Garth, road trip. I'll tell you what, if we all end up going, you better get a Mazda van. We'll all climb into a van or big vehicle, and then we can also promote you there as well as we trip to uh, Arizona. So we'll do a podcast. Yeah, Sean is right, too. Phoenix and Texas, both extremely hot. SummerSlam, feel the heat. Remember that, uh, that name? So, all right. Randy Orton possibly hurt his shoulder this past Monday night on Raw during the match. I saw the move. It looked a little awkward on his shoulder when, when, they, when he kind of went down. So it is a possibility. But I have not seen any follow-up to that since. I haven't either. I haven't either. I just hope he's not, like, seriously injured. He's, like, on the best run of, like, one of the best runs of his career. So, Well, it's interesting you bring that up. Um, where, where would you rank that this run that he's had with The Fiend? In comparison to any other runs he's had, either, I don't know, against Triple H or, or whoever. We're not necessarily against, like, the run against the Fiend. I just mean, like, his matches, like, recently against, like, from, like, edge on. Like, it just seems to be on the... And just overall performance. Yeah. Gotcha. To gotcha. Be, to be perfectly honest with you, that's really, and, and I mean this with all due respect, that's really one, one of two storylines that WWE has had that's made sense. Right. Right. Garth says done with a couple exclamation points for our road trip to Phoenix. Sweet. (laughs) Now we just need WWE to follow suit. That's all. Hey, Brett, give me your top three uh, performers in any realm of of any of the wrestling world today that you like to follow. Male, female, doesn't matter, promotion. Um, AJ Styles. Samoa Joe. Who's now a free agent. Yeah. Uh, or you said anywhere in the spectrum, not not, not just WWE. Oh, no. Yeah, anybody. Okay, gotcha. Anybody across. And... Probably it's probably a tie between Becky Lynch and Sasha. Maybe Becky Lynch slightly edges her out just because I've I I kind of like Becky Lynch's. I won't even say gimmick better. I mm-hmm. guess I just like the man. Yeah, I like the man a lot. But even before the man, I probably liked her slightly better than Sasha. Maybe the repertoire of moves I, I kind of like a little better. Mm-hmm. Not to say not to say she's necessarily a better worker. It's just preferably I'll take it. I like that style of uh, work right, better. Right. So probably Becky Lynch, but Sasha's up there too. Their, okay. their whole trajectory has really been interesting the past what, few years. What's your first memory of watching wrestling? Or what happened that got you into wrestling? Let's share oh, that wow. with our audience. 
Um, because I want to, I want to let our audience know we don't just bring anybody well, in here. I was a, I was a new, I was a new generation baby, so that was like when I was growing up during the new generation gotcha. era. I really got into it in the early Attitude Era, then kind of phased out a little bit, just because, and not no for no, not for any particular reason. I just kind of stopped watching it, and then when I ventured back into it, right. it was around the time of WrestleMania 17, which was an all-time high for the company. Right. So from that point on, where I kind of Okay. was immersed, even though I had already been familiar with the product sure. and the industry before. But from that point on is where I really got hooked. At the time, I liked the invasion angle a lot. In hindsight, not right. so much. But all those that added talent, all those superstars coming over from WCW, right. it was a fun time to be introduced to the product. Oh, so absolutely. I kind of got hooked from that point onward. Absolutely. So, so the 90s. Late 90s. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's all right. You're a youngster. I am. I know. I am. <laughs> but... To be fa- to be fair, and Aaron knows this just from you know some of the work we've done together. It's def. Oh, okay. Man, we're we are covering the whole spectrum. I'm curious yeah, to see where we're gonna end f- up. Every time you see a different face, dude, you got to go into character. Can we get some Road Warrior Animal or something? Uh, yeah, I don't know what he's got in the repertoire yeah. over there. Who's that one? That's Gold Dust. That's Gold Dust. Aaron That's has no idea who that is. I know he has no <laughs> idea who the Road Warriors are. Yeah. Sean Hyde says, "Mark my words, AEW will make Samoa Joe versus CM Punk happen." And this will be a good segue as we begin our WWE report. CM Punk said WWE TV is awful and said he would be just another guy if he returned to WWE. You know, when he said that, I wonder if he's including NXT into that comment. Mm. Or is That's he, a good question. Or is he just talking about Raw and SmackDown? Uh, you know what? That's a great question. Um, and should the day come, that would be interesting to ask him. He changes his mind about everything more than we change our freaking underwear. <laughs> he went from like complaining for years that he never wrestled, headlined a WrestleMania, and now he's going around interviews saying The Undertaker versus him was the main event, so he did headline WrestleMania. And I'm like, all right, so what were you bitching about for like seven years now? <laughs> uh, Thomas Burnett follows up to Sean's comment. He'd rather see Joe back in Ring of Honor, and, and there's a lot of... You know, I, you know, I, listen, let's give credit where credit is due. I listen to Busted Open on Sirius Radio, and they talk about that quite often. He's got 90 days to figure out what he wants to do. We know he wants to get back in the ring, and that's one of the reasons why he asked for or got released, because they just could not agree on what to do. Um, obviously, the CM Punk thing with the Fox uh, show that he was supposed to be a part of, how many episodes did he end up appearing on that? How many episodes were there to begin with? That's true. That's a good point. That's a great point. I didn't blink my eyes, so that tells you I missed <laughs> right. it. Um, there you go. 702-329-6947. Um, Sean Hyde takes uh, uh, offense. Not offense, but he goes the other way in your comment about Punk always changing his mind. I'm, like, trying to do other stuff. I can't even Oh, he says too. CM Punk has never changed his mind. He has always had the same narrative. I don't know. I've seen a million interviews where he said he hasn't main evented WrestleMania and it's bullcrap and blah, blah. I saw one last week and he's like, I main evented WrestleMania with The Undertaker. Nothing could follow that. And I've noticed what you're talking about in a way, just because I, I think his stance is kind of the same as in terms of his opinion on like management. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like this, the way he delivers answers in these interviews, whether it be like the StarCast interview he had, like what, a year, a year and a half ago, I feel like when he's approached on it or like addressed on it, he really kind of wants to sweep it under the rug. His True. answers seem a little bit more minimal. He doesn't want to, he doesn't seem like he wants to step on any toes or like, you know, push any buttons. He kind of just says, no, we were fine. We were cool. You know, it was whatever I've moved oh. on. I, I think he kind of wants to just really erase the wrestling legacy, but I agree that he, his bot, I guess you could say like just the way he responds to that seems a little different. I think his opinion's the same, but the way he gets it across seems a little bit different. Because sure. I was watching clips, interview clips just yesterday of him talking about his package with Cena, and I'm all like, he's never really sounded this way when talking about his work with Cena. I mean, uh, the opinion's kind of the same. He's never had, like, ill intentions towards Cena, but the way he elaborates or doesn't elaborate, whatever his, I guess you could say, his mood is that day, that seems a little bit different than it was, what it once was. True. All right. Uh, great conversation about Punk's methodology. We're going to end it right there. We're going to go into our first break. Mike Halverson, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate it, Sean, as always. We're going to step aside for our first break. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from the Gold Live Vegas studios in the heart of Las Vegas. We'll be back in 60 seconds. If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you. 
Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get Garth today at the Valley Auto Mall. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. All your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. TCA, as we affectionately call it. Brett Lawson on the belt today, my partner on Rise of the Fan, which you'll hear at 10.30 this morning. We'll charge you for that plug. But that's all right. Send me a bill. It won't get paid. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll put it on the... Speaking of paying, God damn, you know how many times today I wanted to send a payment transaction to somebody and I keep forgetting? <laughs> I swear to you. That's why I let the wife handle it. No, I know. Well, my wife doesn't handle this payment. I do. She can't pay my hookers. But anyway, so besides that, welcome oh, back to Thoughts Can Anywhere. <laughs> I had like okay. 10 right off the tip of my I tongue. I know you did. Seven, that's why I said it and got Wait, off let, of it. Let me see how many dollar bills Seven zero two three two nine six nine four seven. Press one to come into the studio. Hey, if you're a Twitter fan, please feel free to use hashtag thoughts count anywhere to send us a message via Twitter. You'll see it show up on the screen. We'll address it. Plus, at some point in the show, we'll get a crawl across the bottom of all the activity that's going on in the world of wrestling. Plus, our QR code should eventually show up which will take you to our website. Before we move on, let's talk about our uh, bracketology. Um, we decided to extend round four uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, we had a technical issue and had trouble getting the bracket up for the final four this week. Um, we yeah, if I, if I, <laughs> we, Was it user error? I don't remember what the error message was. No, it was the chief it's not the doing It's the ID10T error. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Chiefs three-quarters half-timers. <laughs> exactly. If you go to the laptop for a moment there, Mr. Producer, thank you very much. You'll see the final four still up there. Best uh, wrestle, wrestling entrance. We have Triple H and The Undertaker. My goodness, goodness. Mm. And in the other bracket, Sandman versus The Fiend. Sandman. I expect you to vote, Brett. Oh, absolutely. I already have some opinions. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thought, thought, we didn't ask for Well, that's, okay. that's why I held my tongue. That's okay. That's, it. that's why I didn't we get know. it. Thomas Burnett says, if we don't see Aaron next week, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, Garth, I'm glad you mentioned that. I want to talk to you. Are you just put in there, are you available next week? And I'll explain to you why later on at the end of the show, and you'll actually hear why. Anyway, so... Final four. You'll hear why he'll be here. Thoughts count anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So, ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. So what's your opinion on the bracketology yeah, go ahead. there, young man? Let's, let's do it. Give me your give, two, give rant, give me your well, two cents. Give Chief a reason to have a rant. It better I be, think, it better say, be right I, or not. I'm just going to say this. I think the Sandman since – oh, now we got a little cane action. Is that what we got going? Oh, that's, that's the cool. ni- That's the 98 cane, isn't it? I like that one. Yeah. Yep. But – um. Sandman is interesting to me because people like to take jabs at his working at his work rate and his in-ring ability so much. We often overshadow how epic that entrance was. It's probably my favorite entrance in the history of professional wrestling. I'm, I'm, I was a big ECW mark, so I'm a little biased. Again, I understand the, the in-ring stuff with Sandman's a different conversation, but in terms of the energy and the emotion that you have with the crowd, the live aspect that carries over through the tv screen it's sandman for me do you, do you think that might be where stone cold might have stole his beer thing yeah from, uh, sandman, i think possibly? so too and because the ecw influence is so strong in stone cold and i think stone cold would maybe not he wouldn't maybe cite the sandman for that but i think stone cold would probably kind of give you a tongue-in-cheek kind of answer saying yeah i had some uh, inspiration there swenson and rittner it was kind of funny when, like, the bracket first started, everyone was giving me crap about, like, where Cross was compared to, like, Undertaker. All right. All this stuff. But. It's hard with the newer names, too, because, you know, you don't want to be have that recency bias, but you also don't want to be over-nostalgic either, you know, and just uh, re- re- dwell in the past too long. It was just kind of funny because well, like- of all the brackets, I think the Sandman has swept this entire thing. There's, like, one person that voted against him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Literally the whole way. <laughs> That, that's, that's enlightening. That's like when we talked about the managers last week, and right. I brought up Crybaby Cannon, and this one here says, who? Right. No, absolutely. I still don't know who that is. <laughs> Google it. Anyway, so is we Is Google all... that old to figure that <laughs> out? <laughs> Google it, brother. Google it. <laughs> no, you got to wait till the encyclopedia guy TikTok. comes knocking on your door. Need to find it, an Encyclopedia Britannica or something? That's right. And Watch get all 24 it. versions. 
now, we also got some great ideas last week for potential future brackets. Everything from managers, and we had a couple last week that, that came in. Like best finisher. Best finisher. So if you have an interest in wanting to do a bracketology, you can please use our Facebook page and post your thoughts on there. Put it in the comment section now if you want to see an idea that progresses into our next bracket because we're going to keep doing with this. It's great interaction with everybody, and we appreciate everybody's doing this and involving and getting involved with our bracket. While you're on there, please make sure you visit the shop, folks. By the way, Chief is wearing the latest and greatest and newest shirt that is now available in the Thoughts Count Anywhere shop. Just step, step that, that right there. Turn to the main camera. There you go. Okay. See, we, Chief has to learn to model. <laughs> Hell Chiefs no. rant is now online, is now available in multi-colors, multiple sizes up to 3X. You can get it in the gray. You can get it in... How did you get blue? Where did blue come up? Blue's there. Is it really? Yeah. I only see white and gray. No, it's like I told you, the one that I was on had blue also. Okay, all right. Well, right, so just... Well, here's the gray. Let's see what the gray looks like. Yeah, it looks good, too. Anyway, it's available along with all of our other shirts. And just remember, folks, do the drop-down menu because, as you see here, go back to the laptop. Here's all the different items right now that are available that you can actually purchase any of the logo shirts on, from long sleeves to kid tees, unisex V-necks. You can get tank tops in here. Oh, look at this. Even a baby. I think this is cute. Could you imagine a baby onesie and having your grandkid or whatever have the chief's rant on your onesie for your kid? <laughs> Setting so up cool. the next generation. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, oh, there you are. The stingers in the house. Oh, there we go. I just thought of a, I've got a friend that's got a two-month-old. I think I better order the one-year form. There you go. Yeah. Let's get them ready yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to our WWE report. Let's skip the next one. We'll go to Ron. Brandy says she will be supporting the Chief shirt tonight. Thank you. Thomas Burnett Blue is better. So go out there, and we appreciate this. This is something that helps keep us on the air as well, and we appreciate your support. Appreciate it, y'all. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the hot topic, really. I mean, I know we have a lot of great things here to talk about um, for actually wrestling activity, but I think the hot one was the releases, which we know took place uh, within the last week. Samoa Joe, Mickey James, Peyton Royce, um, um, Billy Kay, et cetera. Those were, I think, were the, really the main four headliners. But what really made the news, folks, is the uh, video that Mickey James posted showing that how her stuff was returned to her in a black garbage bag in a box. And then subsequently later on that afternoon, and, and I don't mean to steal a little bit of Chief's thunder here, but head of, head of talent relations who's been around, I don't know how many years, 20 years maybe, maybe Somewhere longer. around there, yeah. Mark Carano, who because of the Total Diva show and all those extra shows, became a name and probably came more in the spotlight than most people would. Mark Carano was subsequently fired uh, and terminated basically on the spot for this action. And it came to light that Mickey James was not the first person to get their stuff back this way, but she is the first person to take WWE to task on social media. Yeah. And rightly so. Rightly so. And that's all I'll say about it. Rightly so. Well, save the rest of it for your, for your rant, if that's what you're going to do. Uh. <laughs> so it seems like, you know, a couple of messages that's in here. People are not sad to see Carano go. No, there's a couple of people have spoke out already, and they expect a lot more people to speak out about it. Because I guess he wasn't the most friendly or like person That's backstage. What I was he didn't exactly have the best reputation the past few years either, right? Mm -hmm. no. And you can even see some of that boil through on the Total Diva show when they did that, and, and some of how his, let's just say, attitude. But I guess in a way you have to have a strong persona when you're dealing with all these different talent relations and try to be even down the line but i could see that he, why he was not well liked in my opinion nick khan is a guy that is now bringing in is it nick khan yeah that's bringing in different people now i thought for sure and i posted this to you guys john laurinitis i would would have thought might be the guy that takes over carano's spot he's been around a long time he's the one that notified all the wrestlers of the releases yeah is, wouldn't that have been the same job that Carano has? Sorry, guys. You guys don't have a job anymore. People power. People the Bella say hi. <laughs> he should do one of those cameo videos doing something like that. Or Mark he would Carano. get fired. They're not allowed to do that anymore. Well, that's true. Well, Mark Carano can now. I, I, <laughs> well done. I, I, guess, uh, I guess people or human beings don't have feelings. 
You know, like Sean just puts in there, no one was cussing out Carano when he was on camera making oh, all just, surprise appearances happen. Oh, just wait, buddy. It's coming. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Brandy Lowry joins us in the chat room. Good to see you in there, Brandy. Uh, get Hello, rid of, sister. Get rid of all of Vince's puppets. 702-329-6947. Give us your thoughts on anything in the world of professional wrestling. So, Samoa Joe... Hottest, I, would you dare say right now, Brett, that Samoa Joe's probably the most coveted free agent at this time? Oh, absolutely. He has to be. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, just, I, I'm trying to think who else would be in contention with that. And there's a few names that are, you know, credible, but not like Samoa Joe's caliber. I looked Joe's age up. He's 41. So he's still a young Still a young yeah. guy. He's still a young ten, de- ten years left. If, if, he's, if he's cleared of all the concussion stuff. Like I said last week, I would love to see him go back to ROH just to train the up-and-comers mm. with Jay Lethal and uh, the tag team. Um, hell, I can't think of their names from Delaware. Briscoes? Yes, yeah. thank you. And the Briscoes. That would be, that's four good ones that could train. Yeah, and we absolutely. Look, and we look what the Briscoes and Lethal were able to do kind of when that Joe, AJ Styles, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan lineage kind of phased out. They carry the company on their back. So if you were to bring Joe back into the picture, kind of come full circle with it, kind of, I guess you could say experience a renaissance maybe. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's go on to another topic. Uh, Sean Hyde says, how about, how is about hoo-ha to have the best promo ever on his first night back? That would be an I'm assuming that's for brackets. That's an interesting one. Huh? Like All right. Speaking too. of which, uh, Steve McMichael, who, of course, uh, played for the Chicago Bears, but in the wrestling world was, I would say, prominent. Can we say that word with his career in WCW? He was a mainstay for a couple of years, part of the... He was in the Four Horsemen. He was in the Four Horsemen. He announced yesterday that he's battling ALS now. Um, he's what? He's mid-50s? Yes. Late, right? Mid-50s? Yeah. I think he was like 62, I think. Is he? Said. Okay. All right. Um, so let's just, you know, thoughts and press to Steve McMichael, who was one of the best football players on defense at the time uh, when he played for the Bears and, um, you know, made a name for himself with being part of the Four Horsemen in WCW. So let's hope that uh, things um, continue. Hopefully things go well. Oh, Joe. Okay. Sorry, Thomas. Th- or Sean. Thank you. He meant Joe is about to have the best promo ever whenever he returns. So that's. That's, oh, he's going to go. He's going to go. It's going to be shit. something. Yeah. He'll crank it off. All right. All of you watching, Sosimo uh, uh, Gutierrez, we thank you for watching in there. I saw another name pop up who's watching, Rosalind Gibson. Thank you so much. Please reshare our feed. You are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere live coming from the Go Live Vegas studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Aaron. We have Chief. We have Matt and, best, <laughs> and guest Bell Ringer, who's finally getting a groove, is Brett Lawson. My co-host from Rise of the Fan, which you hear at 10.30 a.m. here on Go Live after this show. Okay, I want to go. Now, let's, the rest of the bullet points, I'm going to do one or two more, and then we'll get Chief fired up and ready for his, uh, his piece, which is also giving Aaron an opportunity to get ready to cue that thing up. Ronda Rousey, all expected this since the last time we saw her in the ring at WrestleMania. She has finally announced that, she has announced that they have finally expecting she's four months along um being pregnant and now that will put all the rumors to rest that she's going to be coming back at least for the next year roughly i'm so glad for her and her husband the young lady she deserves it she just she deserves to be a mother just like uh the man yep and uh, i'm so happy for her that's something they've been working on for like a long time, too. I think a lot of people don't realize that because I cover MMA very closely. So that was something that was a big topic in the MMA bubble that carried over into professional wrestling. Yeah. So that's, I agree. It's awesome to see that come to fruition. Yes. Definitely. I met Travis and Rhonda a ton of times. They're both super cool people. Mm-hmm. Well, reach out Happy to them. Happy for them both. Let's reach out to them. Get them on the show. She's not under contract to them now, is she? Yeah, she is. Oh, she signed a new contract? As far as I know, yeah. Damn. Amanda, hi, my good friend Amanda. Thomas uh, gives, uh, gives Brett, he's finally getting the hang of ringing the bell. Yeah, right? Hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom. Practice makes perfect. Thomas, do me a favor. Look up and see if Ronda's under contract to WWE for me. Yeah, you, our, buddy? our crack research staff. They're, they're going to get on it for us, and we appreciate that as well. All right, uh, so let's talk about Daniel Bryan. Maybe we shouldn't go into this before the, the Chiefs Rampies. There's a lot to talk about. So let's just say this. WWE is hopefully resumed touring later on this year. Uh, Alistair Black finally was seen on SmackDown via vignette, 
but his face actually appeared on television yet again. Hallelujah. Right? But we don't know exactly what that will actually lead to. By the way, Thomas Burnett says, yes, sir. So he's acknowledging our order. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Bailey versus Bianca Blair has been signed for backla- WrestleMania Backlash. <clears throat> Who thought uh, of that retarded name for a freaking pay-per-view? They're running out of ideas. Like, I'll, quickly. Give, I'll give you one guess. <laughs> he just got fired, didn't he? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Shane O'Mac. You think he's responsible for something that stupid? Yeah. What I don't understand is it's been called Backlash forever. It's pretty self-explanatory. It always yeah. takes place after Mania. The whole theme of the pay-per-view is the aftermath and the ramifications of Mania. I don't get why they had to pigeonhole Do WrestleMania they think, into like, the wrestling title. fans are that dumb that we don't know like what's going on? <laughs> they, well, just, what it, they just want our money. Between well, that and naming the pay-per-views after matches, like we know there's a money in the bank match. You don't have to call the whole thing money in the bank. That, I'm the same way even when it comes to the, uh, um, the cage. Hell in a Cell. Hell in, Hell a, in cell. a Cell. They only TLC. Do, they only do two matches in the cell usually, right? Yeah. Same thing, TLC. Only one, or, one match, a main event or something, is always a TLC match. So I agree. If you're going to have a TLC ma- uh, pay-per-view, they all, all the matches should involve tables, ladders, and chairs somehow. I miss, like, but. the old names, and I especially miss, like, the old sets where, like, every pay-per-view had, like, a cool set to it. And Specific. They all look different and Absolutely. cool. Now it's I, just, I just, oh, look, it's the Raw set with the Money in the Bank logo <laughs> on it. That's what it is, too. Sean Hyde says, Great Balls of Fire. Are we surprised? I think that was the name oh. of it, right? Remember that one? Uh, Thomas Burnett says it looks like WWE froze her contract because of the time off, and so yes, she still is under contract. All right, with that, I know Thank things. You. I think the, I think the typewriter is getting tuned up. The chief is getting his voice ready. Me, He's me, got me, it. me. I'm ready. Wait a minute. Never let mind. Me, wait a minute. Let me get. All right, set. it's time for the chief's rant. Good morning, everyone. It's the Chief. And a shout-out to Mr. Sean Hyde. Here's my rant for today, sir. Mark Carano, you're an asshole. I'm going to start it off there. Anybody who has any integrity does not black plastic bag up a future Hall of Famer's stuff, puts it in a black garbage bag, puts it in a goddamn box, and ships it to him. You're just a freaking piece of shit. And I'm glad your ass got fired. Hope that helps. Now, to get on to it, nine people were fired. I wonder how many of them got their stuff shipped the same way as Mickey James did. And what else did this guy do behind the scenes? Maybe there's a lot more things that are going to come out that need to be cleaned up. Because you know WWE is a huge corporation. And I'm sure there's things that go on that Carano probably hid or did himself. So, Mr. Carano, I hope you can't even find a job. I hope you're out of the wrestling business, and I hope your million-dollar contract, you have to suck it up, and, the, and you take that contract that you signed, and you stick it right up your ass where it belongs. That's the Chief's rant for today. Thank you. It seems like right after that, if we had a recording of Vince McMahon doing his You're Fired, would have been an appropriate ending. Don't you think? You're fired! Vince what do a chief would do if we can get Carano on to give his side of the story? <laughs> I'd probably uh, punch his ass right no, in the mouth. You know what? I think I'd love that. I even messaged, listen, I saw, when I saw Mickey's video go out, uh, not only on her Facebook page, um, yeah, it was on her Facebook page. I don't think I put it on her Twitter feed. Look, I, I introduced myself, I introduced Thoughts Count Anywhere. She has an open invitation to come on our show as a guest at any time for us to talk. And she's welcome. She has a platform to come on and talk about how she felt. Although she did post uh, a final thought message on her Twitter account. I don't know if anybody read it. 
but she's hoping that that'll be the last time that this is addressed publicly. I so. saw like Stephanie like sent her an apology. Yep. And she like kind of accepted the apology, but she was like that garbage bag is how I felt I was presented the last three years. Mm. It was like a direct shot at their booking too. Mr. Halverson, I don't sugarcoat stuff. Never have and never will right in, on. in 68 years. There you go. Nor would we expect to. That Otherwise, you wouldn't be the chief. <laughs> chief is the head of our table, right? He's uh, our tribal leader. Yep. The chief is the head of our table. All right, let's go into a topic before, <laughs> before I went into that, that uh, we have a couple of items on here with the same. Daniel Bryan, okay, uh, discussed openly how he felt about being in the main event. He actually tried to talk his way out of it because he felt disconnected. He felt like while he wrestled in that match, he really didn't belong. He didn't feel it. it, was, it he was, was just like thrown in there. Yeah. The main story was against Edge and Roman, and they didn't need any extra in that. Well, from, from reports I read early on, and I don't know if anybody can, saw this report, one reason they put Daniel in there was early on the returns and feelings of just Edge and Reigns was not building enough attention as I had hoped. Now, on paper, that should have been all that it was. So I, this was weeks ago before WrestleMania, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they thought by adding Daniel Bryan and that underdog story again, this is my last run, et cetera, et cetera, because his contract is up in September. Um, he wanted out of it. He tried talking out of it. And even during the match, he almost felt like it was an out-of-body experience. Brett? Yeah, I heard that too. It's actually very similar to what we, what we have now. Trying to this is this is this is really throwing me for a whirl here, but what we saw in 2014 going to WrestleMania 30, how he was kind of last minute insert again much different circumstances, but how he was inserted into that match and it wound up being for the better. I think the match itself wound up being a lot better. I think the work rate between Roman and Edge would have been just fine given the caliber of their talent and athleticism. But adding Daniel Bryan only made what you had from bell to bell that much better. Storyline wise, though, I agree. It kind of just seemed out of, out of the blue. It was random. And it really didn't have much purpose, at least for the shows heading in. WrestleMania 30 was much different. That was a, a more of a fan movement. Everyone wanted him in that match, and yeah. it wound up happening. True. This was more of like a, a, just a, a bonus surprise, like a little treat added in there that, in hindsight, didn't really make much sense. And now that he says this, it kind of adds up because, obviously, every time Daniel Bryan's involved, he's going to give it his all. He's, he's the consummate pro. Oh, but yeah. it still kind of seemed like out of left field. Now, unbeknownst to us, we just had The Rock give his opinion on this. Yeah. And uh, Garth says The Rock needs a haircut. Yeah. If you smell what he's cooking. I was going to say, I got that early 98, like, you know, flat top thing that he had going, you know, before it <laughs> the got bread says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. If the I bread. was you, I'd shut my mouth. That's right. If you ain't first, you're last. There you go. So, I, I don't know. I think this Daniel Bryan thing is really, really interesting because his contract is up in September. Um, you know, his home life is very important to him now that he's got the two kids. Um, you know, and he loves hearing it's Brie time, you know, in the house, I guess, whatever that means. But I don't know. I, 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 w- I would be very sad to see him leave WWE mm-hmm. because that's where I think he's made his biggest impact, even from the time he was in NXT, et cetera. And then the thing with The Miz where he was the, the mentor. I'd be. Very, I'd rather see him if he's going to stick. Or if he, I hope he resigns to be a trainer or be behind the scenes of a producer, which apparently he's already doing quietly on a lot of matches. He's already part of the creative team, right? On SmackDown, yeah, yeah. exactly. Chief, you know, it's it's interesting because last week I said that he would be he would be on my Mount Rushmore, right? Okay, and I I really believe that he he's a natural talent. Him and AJ Styles, they're the two to come to mind to me. Um, although I, I would like, I'd like to see Daniel stay with WWE, but again, I'm going to bring up, I hope and pray that before I go to the ground that I see wrestling companies cross over and it's the wrestler versus wrestler, mm. the old territory. Right. I hope that happens Well, this because there could be some hell of matches. I'm glad you mentioned that because, we, of course, we know AEW and Impact is doing this thing. And Tony Khan was recently asked why on AEW, why AEW is not promoting the pay-per-view rebellion where you're going to have Rich Swan go up against Omega and it's title for title, winner take all. And Tony Khan said because it would cost too much money for us to, prom- to pay Impact to, for AEW to promote it on Impact. What? Why have your Impact or the AEW World Champion on the show? 
And, not and why is Rich Swan not like gone to Dynamite to promote this pay per view? They're both doing right. It's Makes just no inter- sense. Yeah, it's just interesting how Tony Khan's come out and said, "Well, we have to pay to do this with with these guys, Let, and we're not doing that." All right, let's face it. WWE's got money. AEW's got money. Some people say it's Vince's money behind the scenes. Uh, it could be, but but we <laughs> but we know from experience with Impact contracts alone, right? They don't have a lot of capital. No, so absolutely. That could, so that could be why Tony Khan said what he said that they they would have to pay to promote it, but would not it, Impact. But would it, would it be safe to say that Impact needs AEW more than AEW needs Impact? Yes. So. Are they? It, I guess this is a rhetorical question because we obviously don't know the reality. But is it? Don't you think Impact has already seen benefits financially, if to some level, of working with AEW and having Omega and Don Callis and all that stuff going on? Don't you think they've already seen some impact? We don't know how much money. Or we let me let me rephrase. We don't know how much money Impact needed to pay out before AEW ever came into the picture. That's true. I guess you're right. I mean, listen, Impact is now on a traditional station if, now, so they made that move recently, if, and they're on Wednesday. Wait, are they on Wednesdays now? Thursdays. 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 Woo! Thursday if, nights. If you look, if you look, and I'll just say it this way: Why did Tessa Blanchard leave? Why did Kevin Cross leave? Killer Cross when he was in Impact. It was all due to money with contracts, mm-hmm. and I still say that Jeff Jarrett had money with Impact. He had the Jarrett money from Tennessee. Right. Okay, what's her name who took over down there? Dixie Carter. Dixie Dixie Carter. She had money. That You never heard about Impact having problems then. Right. It's all now since they moved everything up to Canada and and the Canadian... Entourage Blame that they Canada. that they had no no. The, the Careful, pe- our producer is going to turn off our show. I don't care. The people, the people that are running Impact now are in finan- off, eh? are in financial struggles, and that's why I believe Tony Khan said what he said. Oh, Sean says Impact doesn't have the viewership yet. That would be worth the money. Just having Omega on will bring that much extra eyes to AEW. So, all right, let's cover one last topic uh, on our report before we go to break, and that is Retribution members unmasking. How excited were you, Brett, when Retribution unmasked? I was excited that it happened, but I wasn't surprised in terms of, oh, okay, now we're talking. Come on, Macho Man. History beckons the Macho Man over here. Matches your shirt, dude. Absolutely. Give us a little little Macho Man in your answer. Cream to the crop, and I believe. All right, but no, that's about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why? Well, it makes you realize how good he was. Because every time someone tries a Macho Man impersonation, you realize you could do it for about five seconds before it's you realize it's shit, basically, <laughs> and you realize just how special he was. But unless it, you mention Slim Jims, right? Exactly. But in terms of the unmasking, I wasn't surprised in terms in terms of who it was. I remember while watching Mania the what the night before, me and my friends talking like this is going to be the least you know the the most anticlimactic reveal of all time, sure. the least surprising reveal of all time. But at least it happened because you know whenever you see someone like the masked the masked assailant you know you know or the the masked attacker right. whatever you always even whether you know who it is or not you just want them to get to cut to the chase and do the reveal so they can move along with the storyline right. i think the storyline will be better now and on top of it you have new talent that you could inject into the, the not, raw storylines they're not still using the retribution name with the two of them are they i miss if they were or not cuz they they need to be rebranded yeah. if they took the mask they still off. have the same theme so i don't yeah, know yeah that's what i was wondering too I, I think they need to be rebranded masks are gone yeah. the retribution as a faction is gone, so I would think at some point they would need to be re- rebranded as something else on their own. The best is when Mia Yim had like a clear mask on, and then it fell off, and they still refused to call her. That was early on. Even wasn't acknowledge it? it was Mia Yim. Wasn't that early on? Yeah, that was pretty early. On. It was outside the ring when they were fighting. Yeah. I remember that. All right, hey, you know what time it is? It's time for a final break of the show. You're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere coming to you live from Go Live Vegas Studios. We'll be back in 60 seconds. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just wonder, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. 
Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere because they do. If inspiration is the beginning, where does it lead? Experience the 2021 Mazda 3 sedan and see where inspiration can take you. Grab the brass ring in a 2021 Mazda 3 with exclusive FSW discounts at Finley Mazda. Get Garth today at the Valley Auto Mall. All right, welcome back. Thoughts count anywhere. Have you been Garthed? Anybody been Garthed that we know of in this room? I haven't yet. Hell no. If my car wasn't, (laughs) if my car was not just like 15 months old, Oh, I thought you meant the picture when he does the picture. Part. Oh, no, not the picture, Garth. Because I'll knock his ass out <laughs> if he tries that with me. But you know what? Next week we'll have to. Well, next week maybe we'll stage a Got Garth or something in studio if we can get him in here. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. Hey, one mean, of the best car salesmen in the Las Vegas area. And let me tell you something. A week after he had his knee done, right? Because he, he had the surgery. How many like, did you couple, sell yesterday? Four? Yeah, really. I mean, the, the week, he was with us, and then that week he had his knee surgery. He was out for about a week, yep. and he was bitching and moaning about how his knee was hurting him, but he got around. God bless him. Yep. The day he went back to work, the son of a gun signed and sold a new car. Who can do that? You come off the, the IL, and boom, you hit your Grand Slam home run right away. Tougher than a $2 steak. That's, you that's the, yeah, that's the wrestling, <laughs> uh, the wrestling tagline. Oh, my goodness. All right, a question, a comment came up, I think it was from Brandy, about blood and guts. So, Matt, I'm going to give you an opportunity to address that. Blood and guts is going to be on Dynamite here in a couple of weeks. It's actually the original War Games match gotcha. that Dusty came up with that Cody's doing. It basically, like... How WWE did the War Games match, but they didn't put the, like, roof on it. Gotcha. Like, it was originally in WCW, so they're doing it, like, with the roof, like, the original way that match was supposed to be that his dad came up with. Gotcha. Gotcha. But the whole, like, blood and gut special is one match during Dynamite, so I don't know if there's going to be, like, a massive preview and then a match, or if they're really going to try to pull off a two-hour... A two-hour match? A two-hour match, which... Yeah, I, I see that irony. You don't have to put it up on the prompter. I got you. I you saw know, it. You know, I... I uh, <laughs> Thank you, Brandy. I, I'm glad you educated me on that, and, and, and I do have a comment. Um, two people come to mind for who know that match very well, Arn Anderson and Sting. They're both an AEW to put it together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And Arn... Arn that I know for sure, Arn participated in every uh, match in uh, the, the NWA when it was happening. Yeah. He, he didn't. He was yeah. from the first one through the last one, so he knows how to promote it. All right, um, eight cars in two days. By the way, Mr. Garth, eight and two. That's not a bad. How average. many? How many SNs did you get? How many what? He'll understand the question. Ass ends? Ass ends. All right. Half, Five, every time I like go on my like, half Facebook a car. to do something for Thoughts Count Anywhere, I always see Garth and soul. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah. There goes half, another half one. Half a car. All right. Let's move on to the AEW Impact ROH Report. <laughs> Peyton Rice is now going by the name of Cassie Lee, which could be her new ring name going forward. Is she going to AEW? That's is she like get, a guarantee. I how about Billy Kay? Are they going to go together? They would have those two have to go back together. Which one's married to Sean Spears? I think it's Peyton uh, Royce. Peyton, Peyton? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially are they now they're building their women's division, which is which is pretty solid. Yeah. I think the iconics, if they go in they, they don't have a women's tag yet, right? They don't have a women's tag title or do that no. for AEW. No. Not well, yet. there would certainly be no problem if they were to want to start and start that with the iconics as the foundation of a potential women's tag team uh uh, uh Belt. Division, division, yeah. yeah. So I want to see Britt Baker versus Peyton Royce. That'd be a good match. Who's Bruce? Who the hell's Britt? Britt's <coughs> wrestling. What's her name this week for the belt? I think the oh, champ. Sheeta. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it's Britt and Sheeta now. Wow. But uh, but I uh, you know it's about like time Britt Baker wins that championship. It's it's like Mark Henry said this morning on uh, Busted Open when I was listening to it come down. Uh, Ty Conti. Very, very impressed. Very impressed 
by what she did and how she's grown in the wrestling industry. And the other one he plugged, Zoe Stark. Yeah, nice. I heard him say that. He, he is in love with Zoe Stark. Yeah. Absolutely. Has high expectations for her. Um, all right, let's uh, next topic. Well, the Ring of Honor announces a women's division Wednesdays, which will air women matches on their YouTube channel. I think that's good. They, they should, with the, with the women's talent that's out there in all the brands, yeah. I think this is a great opportunity and well, and well overdue. It's like I said last week, 40 women, WWE, yeah. you need to get off your ass, put a women's show on, strictly women. Without Nia Jax. Hashtag thoughts count anywhere. <laughs> hey, she got her ass beat again last night by uh, Tamina. Keep keep her off the whole show. <laughs> no argument here. <laughs> and that's the whole thing I'm going to say about it. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. That's it, baby. <laughs> I love. Never mind. All right, last topic. Go. <laughs> uh, the Rebellion pay per view, which we kind of touched on uh, for Impact, is this Sunday. Listen, I gotta be honest with you. The only the only match that I know off the top of my head is the one we've already talked about: uh, Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. Anything else of note on that pay per view? I have no idea. Deanna Peraza is defending the Knockouts title okay. against Tennille Dashwood, who is uh, Emma and yeah, Emma in WWE. Ooh, ooh, um, I know the Good Brothers are on it too. What did yeah. I? Uh, we need to talk to Doc. We haven't spoken to him in a while. Paul Ellering's daughter. Rachel oh yeah, yeah, Rachel. She's on the card too. She's on the card. There's four. I heard them say the other day on Busted Open, you got Ellering, um, um, Jordan Grace. Yeah, there were like three or four names that they threw out there. Uh, Piper's daughter. Yeah. Um, uh, the Von Erich daughter. Um, Lacey. So there, Lacey. So there were four names. That, when you heard the names, you're talking like three or four generations. Yeah, I mean we know there's there's multiple generations on the guy side. But when was the last time you heard that many wrestlers have female wrestlers with that kind of lineage? Well, the, the other one, the the other one that's coming up that we haven't really heard about yet is uh, uh, the Freebird's daughter, not Michael. Um, shit. Tolly Blanchard? No, 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 no. Uh, he's passed on. Ah. He's passed away. Not Mike. Not Michael P. S. Hayes. Um, and not Buddy Roberts, the other one. His daughter's wrestling now. Gotcha. And I can't think of his name. Some, That's all right. Somebody help me out, Mike. I'm, I'm sure Thomas uh, Burnett will get on that for us. My halfheimer Miranda Gordon. Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy. Mm. See? Thanks, we, Thomas. Tell you what, man. Miranda we, Gordy is his daughter. Yeah. We have, uh, a great, we have great followers. See, they know about my three-quarters That's right. That's right. They know the whole story. Okay, and with that, you know what time it is. Happy birthday It to is you. time to celebrate some wrestling. That's why I'm going to stretch a little bit here, Aaron. Some wrestling birthdays around the, the, the world of wrestling. <laughs> and as soon as I get the cue, then we'll get started. If you are celebrating a birthday... <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday From to today you. through next Friday, we want to wish you a happy birthday. And you are celebrating a birthday with these people. <laughs> I couldn't have said that any slower. I felt like the record speed. What was the slow one on the record speed? Was it 16? 76 was the fastest, wasn't it? Or yeah. am I backwards on that? Far before my I time, know, I know. I just, I just dated <laughs> myself, I'm, I'm sure. All right, here you go. Phew. If you are celebrating a birthday tomorrow, April 26th, you are celebrating with Jerry Blackwell, the mayor of Tennessee, Mr. Kane, the Yeti, and Amazing Red. If you're celebrating on Monday the 27th, you've got Vladimir Kozlov, the 28th. Ale whatever happened to Alex Riley? Whatever happened to this guy? He was so hot in WCW and then he came to... off and gone. That he was, was it, right? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Drew Gulak on the 28th. If you're celebrating on the 29th, Paul Roma, Titus O'Neil, and Jay Lethal. I love when Lethal did the uh, impersonation of uh, Randy Savage, and then he Rick did the Flair. thing with Rick Ric Flair. Flair. I remember watching that. That was so great. And, uh, and, and on April 30th, Abdul Bashir. Let's see if I get this next one right. El Hijo del Fantama. Did I get that right? The Close. Son, the son of Fantama. The son of Fantama. Okay. Happy birthday to all of these people and you out there. And if we missed your name, happy birthday to you all. We'll go off another list. Don't forget, one last time, 
Please go to thoughtscanneanywhere.com. Click on the final four square. Get in on voting for our final four. Hey, there I, it is, right I want, there. I want to put a local plug out. Please. For one of our wrestling companies in Las Vegas. Only one? Well, <laughs> one for tonight. Okay. Uh, 7 o'clock tonight, FSW Arena. Um, Hammerstone. Chris Bay versus uh, somebody. <laughs> and uh, come on out and watch it. Is it open to the public? Because I saw the invite and I see online only. So be careful with that. Uh, I believe it's online only. Okay, so if you go to uh, Future and Stars will, Wrestling on Facebook, right? It will be Chris Bay against Sefafatu. Oh, that'll be a great match. Yeah, so. Okay, let's go into our pop culture topics. But before we do that, let's announce next week's platform. May 1st, right here in this very shoe. We are going to have a mini reunion of the ori some original glow wrestlers, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Of course, April Hahn will be here. The Royal Hawaiian, the champ herself, is going to be here. Lightning, as well as Ninichka. They will all be in studio next week with us talking about glow, the original glow. So a little mini reunion, as I know April will be here to uh, actually manage our friend Otto Von Klutsch at an event on May 1st as well. Who? Yeah. Your friend, your favorite guy. Ooh, so, um, who? Yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just, what? What do you want from Hi, Lisa Joe from Cali. All right. So that's next week. Mark your calendars to be here. So, Garth, listen, dude, as a sponsor, let me know if you're available and want to come in and hang out next week. Okay? Message me or. Whatever you want to do. Okay. He'll say yes before the show's over. I'm sure he I'm sure will. Call, he's got to call in and accept the invite. Hey, Garth, I'm not taking no for an answer, so uh, get on the telephone. 702-329-6947, Garth. You need to call and accept. With two minutes to go, let's get into some pop culture. All right. All right. Garth has just said I'll be there. All right. Um, Mortal Kombat. I know nothing about Mortal Kombat, so Matt, I'll turn it over to you. That movie looks freaking epic. I was working all night. I wanted to hit play so many times. Do you I, follow Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. The thing is, I've heard some things, and I haven't seen it yet, so I'm a little uh, disappointed from what I heard. I'm going to uh -oh. watch it nonetheless. Uh. But so from what I heard, I kind of understand where they're coming from. This movie kind of just seemed, it wasn't really rushed, but it kind of just jumped out of the blue. Again, it's something the fans wanted for a long time, but I don't know if it's going to deliver the way we hoped. That's Anything's got to be better than Annihilation. That's true, too. That's true, too. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think it'll be better. I think it'll be better than anything we've gotten prior. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to our net. Brandy, I'll tell you what. Uh, message me privately, and I'll give you the details, and we'll see if we can make that happen. Okay, next topic. Uh, next topic. Vegas to open 100% June 1st, but what everybody doesn't know is that May 1st, we go to 80% first, then June 1st. The floodgates are open. And I would say some of the businesses in Las Vegas have already been going to 100%. Well, we don't know that for sure. No allegations <laughs> well, I, right here. I, I, said, I said businesses. I yes. didn't mention no, no, names. No, 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 of course. businesses. Of course. Well, uh, I was being politically now, yes, correct. Yes, you were. Pronouns, pal. Who Pro are they? <laughs> 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 By the way, I'm surprised at this point nobody has acknowledged the ring that I am wearing today. We're I saw it. Well, I saw it. So he doesn't comment on it. So you see, I have the full ensemble. There it is. The rest of the, the WWE championship ring. I have the watch. And, of course, you all know I have the belt. I've completed the ensemble. And let me tell you, when I, wore, when I purchased this ring, <laughs> it was supposed to fit my left hand. It is so big now that I've lost the weight. <laughs> now i got to wear it on my said. right side. And I'll bet you that's one of those items that you bought your wife doesn't know about. Not and, true. And she, uh, not you hid the bill from her. Not, not and may true. may have just found out. Uh -huh. right. Right. No, no, she's at school working. She ain't listening, <laughs> so I'm not worried about that. Okay, now last topic. Terrence Clark, University of Kentucky basketball player, died at 19 from a car accident. So we want to send our thoughts and prayers to That's awful. He's supposed to be like one of the top prospects yeah. in like he was, he was college basketball. He's going to be in the draft next year. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Terrible story. All right, gentlemen. Good show today. Mr. Brett, thank you for joining us on the bell. Thanks for having me. This you, was great. You Fun got stuff. better as the show progressed yeah, with the bell. Yeah, kind of found the groove. Absolutely. Practice makes perfect. You got it. Mr. <laughs> Matt, final thoughts. Everybody have a good week. Stay safe. Can't wait for everything to be open. Mr. Chief, let's all just have fun and 
do what we need to do, folks. Love you all. See you next week. Absolutely. want to thank everybody for watching today, participating in the chat room. Please remember to go up to thoughtscanywhere.com and vote for the final four. Join us next week when we have a glow reunion here for sure. And in 30 minutes, make sure you come right back here. Brett and I are going to be hosting Rise of the Fan, the Fan Action Nation, everything from the NFL draft to all the other sports business that's worth talking about. All right. Be kind to everybody. Why is that? We're all we have. If you ain't first, you're last. We'll see you next week with Glow right here on Thoughts Count Anyway.